Hi, Frank Amedia here, founder and president of POTA Shield. I've prepared this video which you're about to see to go along with what we have posted on the POTA Shield website and also as we're sending out POTA Shield alerts for such a time as this in our country. Please take the time, watch this, go to our website, and we'll get back together again shortly as we proceed to be a shield and a force to transform this nation back as one nation under God. God bless you. Greetings, Potashield watchmen, warriors, and worshipers, and all others who might be listening. I'm compelled to share this telecast with you to emphasize the assignment that we have received for a prayer cycle of watches, eight prayer watches, three-hour cycles for prayer and intercession, first and foremost for the pending nomination of Brett Kavanaugh, but also, again, to cover and shield POTUS, and furthermore, for what we're projecting and seeing in the future. We must not lay down. We declare these things as the Lord has spoken them to us, and then we see them manifest. And so, first of all, I would like to emphasize that I would invite you to go to the Potashield website, potashield.org, and you will see there a call to participate in the prayer watches, three-hour cycles of prayer and intercession, and in it, it emphasizes the eight watches and breaks them down for you and gives a little bit of a spiritual insight about the different timing and expectations of each of those three-hour cycles. The first watch beginning at 6 p.m. daily and goes till 9, the second watch from 9 till 12, the third watch from 12 to 3, taking us all the way back to the cycle of beginning again of the first watch of the next day at 6 p.m. If you are so inclined, and I believe you will be, please commit to a watch. Now, let me emphasize, this is not legalistic, and we believe in the Lord moving in His free spirit through you. You are a very important member of the body of Christ. Maybe you are a warrior, maybe you are a worshiper, maybe your gift is that as a watchman, but whatever it is, I believe that God is speaking to our hearts to come together in the body of Christ with a power of prophetic declaration to take authority over what of the circumstances that are developing here again in our nation, especially at this critical time. Some of us have been lulled asleep and we've been laying down after the election victories, also getting caught up in the myriad of what's going on, what's the moral character of the president, what's the moral issues in politics, and it's very confusing if we do not focus on what the Lord has called us to do. And that is to be a shield while he accomplishes his purposes, plans, and assignments in transforming this nation, which has a major impact on the world. We've been seeing that in every regard. And also in again, once allowing us to profess ourselves as one Judeo-Christian nation under God. Now I know that sends tremors out through the democratic principles. What about all the other faiths where we are allowed to, to freely worship in faith? Yes, but this nation was founded on these principles. And what has been happening is we've been seeing that those principles have becoming diluted, diminished, even perverted according to the system, while others have been lifted up. 
and where humanism and socialism and even those areas that become a decadence of our morality and our faith uh, have been elevated to where they have a more principled uh, uh, position than that which our founding fathers had determined by their own faith in writing our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and our Declaration. So that being said, I want to point you towards the website. And there you can take your time and read what I've written and, and presented to you on the prayer cycles, the watches, and also, if you will be so kind, when you go there to sign in and to send us an email that says, I'm so-and-so and I reside here and I've been led to pray during this particular watch or these watches, then we will be able to assign to you some of the emails or alerts that we send out specific to those watches through this period of time. We're not gonna put a, a timeline on it. It's not gonna go on forever. And your prayers don't have to be throughout the entire prayer watch period unless God lends you. Maybe you're okay praying from six to nine at night. I myself am regularly awakened in the middle of the night and different opportunities during the night, especially at three o'clock in the morning where there's a heightened activity of witchcraft and where we see the spiritual realm moving and dreams are moving, etc., in preparation for daybreak. And so it's very comfortable for me to pray throughout that period. However, it's not the length of your prayers. It's what God puts on your heart and what we are moving for with a spirit of unity and agreement to accomplish that which he's given us. Now, that being said, you might recall that on November 9th, 2016, at 3.30 a.m., I shared that the Potashield vision descended and, and the Lord specifically spoke to me to call the shield into being. And he said that we had a focus that one of our priority focuses was on the Supreme Court, on the right to life, and once again establishing that we have the free voice as Christians, pastors, leaders, believers, to speak our faith without recompense, without being punished, and without finding out that we could lose our positions as a nonprofit or as a church, and that we should be those that become active to this degree with the idea that we have the power and the authority and to reassume that authority here on earth as God has given it to us. Now, I specifically shared that the Lord showed me a broom going up and down the columns of the Supreme Court and over that, that front facade of the Supreme Court, carefully sweeping them. And the Spirit spoke to me and said, Son, I am going to cause a transformation of the Supreme Court. Not one, not two, but three justices will be changed. Well, one of them was a given. And we knew that because of the holdover of that vacancy, there would be one appointed. And we saw that Neil Gorsuch has been appointed and is a presiding justice. The second one was less obvious, but became more obvious as the year went on. And then finally, Justice Kennedy determined he was going to resign, and he has. And now we see that we have Brett Kavanaugh that has been uh, nominated, and this is a lot of the chaos going on right now. We need to pray to that end that God will complete that which he has brought, but also pray that God will keep the hearts and, and the convictions of those uh, those that we call conservative justices there aligned, that they will not be moved by different areas that we'll speak about in a little while, 
and that when these opportunities come for them to adjudicate a transformation of the most important areas of this country, that they do so, and that they do so with courage and boldness and not being moved by the amoral or immoral areas of this country that will bring influence down upon them. That being said, this is part of the prayer call that we move in for Brett Kavanaugh, but let's not stop with that. The Lord said there would be three, and I firmly believe that third one is forthcoming. He spoke to me in the first season, not the first term. I don't know what that season is, but just as he said there would be two in the first season, and now we see two, there will be a third. I specifically spoke out by January of 2017 and in December of 2017 that he spoke to me, Marie Sotomayor. We've been praying for her that God would, would be able to redeem her back to her roots, her Catholic roots, where she would be just moved to, to want to stand strong and to stop the, this terrible uh, abortion uh, murdering of our unborn children and, and to return the tide back to where the moral conscious of this country is one that says we cannot kill life no matter who it is. We must recall and stand that one of the pillars of our Judeo-Christian faith is the sixth commandment, thou shalt not kill. And we, those of us who understand life and that life is even determined by God before it's in the womb, let alone in the womb where you cannot argue that life Science has begun to validate that that life begins very right at the conception. And we see that all the potential and everything of that unborn child is born right there in the womb. That is murder when we vacate that womb. We cannot allow ourselves to get blinded about rights of a woman's body, rights of, of, of economics. And, and how about, how about uh, uh, anything that has to do with racial or racism because we want to deprive a certain people from the opportunity to abort. It has nothing to do with racism. Um, it, it has to do with the, with, with the need and the necessity to hold strong to our moral conscience and to change the moral conscience of this country that thou shalt not kill is a commandment of God and there are consequences when a nation goes against the commands of God and goes against the heart of God and begins to steal the very legacy of the kingdom of God by murdering these unborn children. Unborn in the sense they haven't come out of the womb, but not unborn in the kingdom. God says, I knew you before you were in the womb. And, and we understand prophets that said, you made me wondrously in the womb of my mother. You connected me. And God visited in the womb, as we know through scripture. So, we're going to continue to pray, yes, about the Brett Kavanaugh uh, nomination. We'd like to see that approved, and we want to see him sworn in quickly. We also want to believe God now for the third justice to come forth. Let me be clear. We wish no harm on Justice Maria Sotomayor. But now it's come out, starting in January of this year. Uh, she had an attack in her home where she had a diabetic attack. That's terrible. We don't wish harm on her. In fact, we pray that God will restore her. But we also pray that God will restore her moral conscience to the point that she will stand firm for the things of God, even as she swore in, in, in her Catholic faith. And we understand that the Catholic faith is strong on the fact 
that it, it does not approve of abortion, nor of any way denying the life in the womb. And secondly, then we see that in April, she had a terrible fall. She was severely damaged by her shoulder. Her health is not well. She's only 63 years old, but God mentioned her name to us two years ago. We want to continue to pray for her. First of all, for her reformation, her transformation, her healing, or for the Lord to do what he must do to put that third person to change the laws of this land. Now, let me talk about that too as we're praying. One of the commands that the Lord gave that I shared in November of 2016, he said to tell the lawyers, to tell my moral rights people, to tell the causes, to begin to bring their suits to the lower courts, begin to adjudicate there. Don't wonder what stare decisis says. Don't wonder what precedent says. Don't wonder what politics says. Bring them there, he said, because by the time they make their way to the Supreme Court, I will have transformed that court. I'm not sure that we've been doing a very good job of this, so we need to pray and sound the alarm that those lawyers, those purposes, those causes will take it up in faith, step out, get these things moving in the states. We should see in every state something filed in the lower courts to reverse the laws of abortion in those states, to begin to stand up for the laws of the rights of families and prayer in schools. They should start in the states. We should pound it at every state level. I live in the state of Ohio. We call it the heartland of Ohio. It's shaped like a heart. But our heartbeat bill was struck down and vetoed by Governor Kasich. The reason he gave for whatever it was that we would waste time and money, that it would not be upheld in the upper court. That is a mind that has no vision. That's a mind that has no faith. That's a mind that's conforming to politics and to pressure instead of leading and stepping out. I'm calling this state again to keep on pressing, to keep on pounding. And when these get to the Supreme Court, they have many ways of legislating. There are many ways to bring this before it. I will do another uh, uh, video on stare decisis and, and go through the points with you. What is stare decisis? We need to step it down as pertains to being the legitimate precedent uh, to keep abortion rights moving in our country at every level. I just want to say this. If stare decisis was always right, then we would still have slavery. It took the Civil War in 1963 to functionally end it, but it wasn't until the 13th Amendment in 1865. And then we see also that Frederick Douglass stood out. We see the terrible Dred Scott decision that was, that was plundered for 11 years, that literally was ruled on by then the, the, the uh, Chief Justice Roger Taney. Here's what he said. In, 19, in, in 1857, he said, blacks had no rights while the white man was bound to respect. So what do we say now? The unborn children have no rights while what? Any woman is bound to respect. Respect of what? We must understand that there are many, many women who do not uh, support abortion. And, and I know women who have suffered abortions. And I say suffered because they've needed healing. They have need to overcome it. Almost every one of them that I've counseled or talked with has wondered, where is that child that I aborted? We take comfort in knowing that, that Jesus has suffers the little children to come to me. I believe these aborted children are with the Lord, but it's premature. And, and it wasn't to happen at that level and at that time. Yes, God's in control, but God does never, ever vindicate or validate uh, murder. 
we must understand that is murder of innocent people. And in this instance, we can't allow some concept in our Supreme Court basis that is fueled by the forces of evil that come against the kingdom of God to say, well, we must continue it on because it's precedent. I will deal with that stronger at another point. Now, while we're also praying, I want you to please lift up five people specifically. These are five senators that it is written will likely decide the next Supreme Court justice. Now, with the passing of Senator McCain, whom we love and we prayed for, a great American hero, we see that Senator Kyle is now being appointed and it's expected that he will also line up for this nominee of Brett Kavanaugh and at least giving a 51-49 split. However, that hinges on two women who have not come out and said yes, they haven't said no. They are called moderate uh, Republican senators. One is Su Susan Collins, senator in Maine. The other one is Lisa Murkowski, senator in Alaska. I want you to pound heaven with prayer for these two women. One of them has a record, uh, Susan, uh, uh, Lisa Murkowski, where she has voted 70% of the time with, with uh, abortion rights activists and Susan Collins 58% of the time. Not good in the sense that we see that, that they do firmly believe in their heart for the rights of women, but at the same time they're compromising the rights of the unborn person. How does anybody's right justify murder? And we see this argued in all kind of opportunities throughout our country, whether it's the right to bear arms and carrying guns that kill people or the rights to pollute waters at the sense of, 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 of economics. We see those are constantly weighed in the balance, but nothing can overcome the sixth um, uh, commandment of God, thou shalt not kill. I think God takes it very seriously. He even said the blood cries out from the land. He heard the blood uh, of, 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 of the first murders recorded, the first murder recorded in our scriptures crying out from the land, and the blood of Christ still cries out from the land of those drops that dropped at the cross uh, for our redemption. So pr please pray for Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski. Pray that God will do a revival in their hearts, not just for this nominee and for abortion, but also that they will stand strong as convicted Christians. We also wanna pray for uh, Democrats that, that seem to have a sensitivity for the political reasons become, because they come from red Democratic states that voted for Trump and they want to become reelected, but that's what's said. I want to believe maybe it's deep in their heart that they're looking for any excuse not to vote against abortion. Let's just believe God for that. But in any regard, we want to pray for them. They're, they're Joe Donnelly and uh, Heidi Heitkamp and Joe Manchin. And we want to believe that God will prevail upon them also to stand strong and to send a message to the Supreme Court that it is time they can transform, they can change. Now. We need to make sure that as these new Supreme Court justices are seated, Gorsuch already seated, let's believe God that Brett Kavanaugh shall. Let's believe that either uh, Maria Sotomayor or other will be changed. There happens to be one member on the shield that has told me God has spoken to him five total. Uh, President Trump believes he could have four. Listen, I know the Lord spoke to me three. It doesn't mean there's not four or five, but it doesn't do us any good if they get there and they want to hold on to star decisis, stare decisis, or any other precedent that is illegal or immoral in the highest court of the land in God's court. So once again, please 
go to potashield.org. See what's been sent for the opportunity to join in on our three cycles of prayer, the eight prayer watches. We need your help. God's calling for you at such a time as this. When I asked him what to do, he was specific in telling me to call people forth on the three-hour prayer cycles, the eight watches. Again, they don't have to be long prayers, but pointed. And if we have them coming up across this nation in the time zones, and we do have people that pray with us and stand with us in many nations and faraway time zones, all the way on the other side of the world, in Australia, we have them in Pakistan, believe it or not. We have them in Afghanistan. We have them in India, in Singapore, in Israel, in, 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 the, uh, in Europe, uh, all of these areas. If we have people praying at the different time zones and the prayer watches, then we have a steady stream of prayer going up. I want to pray that God opens your eyes to see this stream of prayer consciousness going up to the throne room and the Lord answering, coming down. We can change this nation, but we must do it and win the battle first in prayer and in the spiritual world and declare those things that are not just as they are. That is the highest power of our faith. And furthermore, we must what? It says the kingdom of God is violent and the violent take it by force or it has been striving against violence since it was born. Whatever it is, we understand these battles are not only against flesh and blood. Yes, we see things manifesting in flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in high places. We're the one, the warriors, the watchmen, the worshipers called to do this battle today. I'm inviting you to join us at POTUS Shield to stand in the gap, to stand firm, not to bend. And let's stand up and lift that shield up for this president. And we'll talk more about that in, in some forthcoming videos. But right now, please go to potashield.org, read the prayer watches, send us your name by email. You could even send it, just, just send it right if you wish to uh, uh, Yvette at touchheaven.com, Y-V-E-T-T-E at touchheaven.com. It's my personal secretary. We'll make sure we get you back and enlist it to you if you can't get on to the site for any reason. May God bless you. May God bless us. May God bless America. And we thank you, Lord, for transformation of this country according to your laws and covenants. And we thank you for the precious blood of Jesus that has been spilled for us that we can declare in his mighty name and believe. In the name of Jesus, God bless you.